0: And now it's time for the UP's favorite live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen, presented by John's Auto Marquette. Here's Blake Froling.
1: What's going on, Marquette? Welcome into The Sports Pen on ESPN UP. We are presented by John's Auto Marquette. You can give us a call, 906-226-4570. I kid you not, as I pressed the button on my mic to start talking, Charlie Bremer walks in. Two weeks in a row. How do I manage that? Literally
2: to the second. To the second. How Why? many? How many hours are in a week?
1: You're looking at the wrong guy for that one. So
2: you're not a math genius. You're just a genius. Not I'm a ma- math genius. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm not Rain Man.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that's a good one. But um, I don't know how I managed. However many hours in a week ago, I was doing the exact same thing.
1: You didn't learn, did you?
2: I literally. Could hear, you know, hear your little song playing mm-hmm. as I'm walking in the door, like, just on time.
1: That's not on time. That's and, late.
2: And you start saying, oh, good. Well, I wouldn't have, even if I would have been sitting in the chair, I wouldn't have been speaking before. Doesn't matter. Okay. We're on
1: in Coughlin time here. Coughlin, Coughlin time. If you're on time, you're late.
2: I didn't know you were a hard, you know what, like Tom Coughlin. That's how everybody should live. Soften up, Blake. You're going to go gray. Not yet. Still good, just like Coughlin. Yeah, gonna, well, gonna have like a seventy. So. Gonna have like all these wrinkles from constantly having a sourpuss and gray hair. Well, that's
1: what happens when you have late people all around you in your life, huh?
2: I suppose. Well, his late his late players apparently won him championships. Yeah, right. I guess that. Well, they learned. That's what happened. Did they? Just like you'll
1: learn. Did they? Yeah. Except oh, I like... can't make you do like conditioning drills as punishment. I can only ask yeah I well, what how could you punish? Just kick you off the show? You would never. watch me. We've got a lot to get to today, besides just making fun of Charlie for being late. We'll get to baseball as always. I'm sure Charlie's got a few things to say about the Brewers. Uh, the Lions made a surprise cut just one day after signing this player. We'll get some audio. From the NMU press conference. You see my surprise look? My yes. surprise expression? Well, nobody else did because it's radio. I saw it, though. You were genuinely surprised when I said that. So so if we're on radio, I should go, <gasps> Yes. Give a surprise gas. Well, yeah. Otherwise, if I, if you just go okay. like... The gas. Yeah. I, I got to learn all these things. But I won't have time. It's all right. And let's start first, though. I've got some bad news, Charlie. Officially, Michigan's football season is dead. It's over. Is that bad news? I, don't th- I think that's good news. We should be cheering. Where's the button you
2: press uh oh, Just bad news to- in
1: general for Michigan fans. It is August well, 28th. That doesn't include us, though. No. So
2: how is that? That's good news in this room. August
1: right 28th, 2018, Michigan football season dead. Do you want to know why? Ex-
2: of course. Tell me.
1: Skip Bayless predicted them to win a national championship.
2: Oh, yeah. I, there's been a little bit of that. and um, That's a death blow to any team. If Skip Bayless picks you, you are officially dead. Well, this morning when you texted me about the show topics, so I immediately went on to the ESPN, you know, they have their 42 so called. Right. uh, Olivia Decker is one of their so called experts. So I'm not really sure what their qualification for experts are. Isn't she the one that was. uh, She married Sam Decker. But she was, she's like the granddaughter of one of the Packers' former presidents and CEOs. Couldn't tell you. I have no idea who you're talking about. I think her name originally was Harlan. She's Bob Harlan's granddaughter.
1: You know a lot more about her than I do. Well, that's because she's like, you
2: know, she married Sam Decker and she's you know, kin to some big Packers okay. executive. What does and, that have to do with well, anything? Well basically she's just a silver spoon type oh, of situation. Okay. But yet she okay. somehow is on ESPN's Sounds like you're jealous. Oh well I'm if anything I'm jealous of Sam. But Fair <laughs> but you, I'm just talking like how what are the qualifications to be the so-called expert you know well, if you're just born into it is that you're skip bailes
1: is it considered an expert by some people what yeah, are well, his qualifications
2: what are his qualifications he man he was like Mr. Beat writer for however many years have you listened to some of the things he says yeah he's a maniac but and and, and he does that for ratings it works yeah it does but but I mean he he he's like uh He's like Vic from Packers.com. I mean, he, he was, he's an old-timer. He did it the right way. He came up the right way. He paid his dues.
1: Yeah, he, he did his sports pens. Well, maybe Skip was good at one time as a beat reporter for the Dallas Cowboys. And then once he went national, he just went off the rails. And now he is picking Michigan to win the national championship. Part of his reasoning, out of the blue, unprompted, he said Jim Harbaugh, is a better, all-around, proven head football coach than Nick Saban. Maybe at the NFL level. Right, but we're talking about
2: college football exactly. here. You know, it, I, guess, I guess Stephen A. just whooping up on him every day. It really took its toll. Well, he's on FS1 now. I know, but just, you know what I mean. However many years that was taking it from Stephen A., just getting thrashed every day. you think he day. got thrashed every day? Every day by Stephen A., I feel like it was pretty even between those two. Really? Yeah. You would really. You wouldn't take. I mean, I'm Skip not. Skip has gone downhill. I'm not a huge Stephen A. fan by any means. Any, I. But I mean, that just goes to show how much I do not like Skip, and I think the vast majority. Right. But it's just you know a ratings thing. It's right. It got I us never, to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and I never thought I would be such a Shannon Sharp fan. Shannon is pretty funny sometimes. He is, and you know, you know what's really funny? You listen to Shannon. Like, if you listen to a Shannon Sharp interview when he was a player compared to how he talks now, man, that guy must have had, like, a team of speech. I don't know.
1: He's, like... Well, you have to you have to, to be on a big show like his that. His vernacular is, like, times a thousand mm-hmm. all of a sudden. It's Just what happens good when you get him. on TV.
2: Yeah, I mean, good for him. He right? was
1: able to... But Michigan season is dead now, officially. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. That's the, that's the kiss of death. Skip can, Bayless, kiss of death.
2: Can you really remember a time where any of Skip Bayless'
1: crazy predictions ever came true? Well, I can because on certain issues, he would at some point make the case for both sides. So he'd, he'd be on one side of it, then maybe a couple weeks later he would all of a sudden flip to the other side and just hope that nobody remembered when he was on one side of it. So when he he's does that those, oh yeah he's a flip he's when he, a flip flopper. So when he does that, he is technically right because he's been on both sides, so one of the sides has to be right. But then he was also technically wrong. Right. So correct. He's just he's a flip flopper. He's a flip flopper. I'm sure he will change his mind next week. And but he, as of right now, Michigan's football season is dead.
2: He's made a gazillion bones doing it. Yeah. So good hey, for him.
1: More power to him if you, yeah. you know. I don't is this is this a crazy pick? I don't think it's a super crazy pick. It's it's it's, it's a, a hot take. It's a crazy
2: pick. It's a hot take. It's not a hot take. That that crosses the line when you get into that so type it's of beyond crazy hot take. Yeah, when you get I mean if Michigan starts off you know in his 7 and 0 8 and then he wants to you know oh or you know if they're undefeated mid-season and oh who's your mid-season four you know if then he wants to get a little weird with it. Then by all means, if 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 you know Michigan's quarterback is leading the nation in passer percentage and their defense is the number one overall defense midseason, then then you can start to. But I mean, come on, let's 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 have them prove something. Like the Badgers have been. Well,
1: nobody's proven anything technically since well, the
2: season hasn't started. No, but you know what I mean. As a program, the last three to five Fair. years, whatever. Like the Badgers have just been ascending for however many years now, and that's why they're finally getting some respect Mm -hmm. and 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 i mean it's it's really embarrassing when you look at the the recruiting classes that these teams have and and obviously you know that's such a time of change you know in a young man's life when they're 18 19 20 so when a kid's 17 and they're getting ranked by espn as a four or five star recruit obviously in two or three years you know Things change. Guys can grow a lot, mm-hmm. obviously, in those years. And But but you look at the recruiting classes the Badgers have had compared to these other teams. And, man, they, have they ever had, like, a top 20 recruiting class? Doubt I don't it. think ever top 10. They've been, are, you know, that's where they usually sit is in the 20s, I think. They but just go all how in on
1: offensive linemen and tight
2: ends. How do they manage? But even their offensive linemen. I mean, they'll get a couple three- or four-star recruited offensive linemen and then you put them all
1: together collectively and they just make these incredible units and combine that with playing in the soft side of the big 10 you've got a perfect combination of winning
2: Where's that button that you know? Before I wanted the cheer button, now I want the cricket button. Oh, 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 okay. I've always said I needed a little board here with my buttons, and be that's like, why I didn't give you be one. Be like crazy Jim Cramer, roll up my sleeves and get pit stains, and just be slamming my yeah. noise button. You're, you're not getting move. that. I might get the pit stains.
1: That well, that that probably already <laughs> has happened, right? I'm I'm wearing multiple layers okay. here. Okay. So ESPN, your like, hot takes are making me sweat. Oh, okay. So ESPN did do those predictions for the college football playoffs. So I'm assuming you read it. I did. And, and it's kind of
2: funny because, you know, the Kirk Herbstreets, Kirk the Lee Corsos, um, uh, Adman, Ad, is it Adman?
1: Ad, Ad- Adman vert, He had the badges in the four. Um, Kirk Street did not have Wisconsin in. I don't know why he picked them out. He Lee Corso did, did Lee, Yeah,
2: there it was. Lee Corso was the one. And then there was Reese Davis. The guy that does Reese the Reese Davis, yeah. And, and, I mean, I'm trying to just – I looked at it once, and I'm trying to remember. But it was a lot of the top, top college football guys who have been in this game for 20 or more years.
1: They were the ones that had the Badgers in. They know. Do you want to know the most shocking name on this list? I thought it was Olivia – no, no, no. Decker. No, no, no. I guess the most shocking pick, I should say. Oh, okay. That's the most shocking team. There Des- was a Michigan. Desmond Howard picked Michigan to win the championship. Yeah, that was was That was the most shocking thing I I've saw ever was seen. One. Well, he can He's get so away unbiased. with it. so unbiased. He can get away with it. He's so unbiased. Michigan guy.
2: Desmond. I would slam him now if he hadn't won the Packers' the Super Bowl.
1: He can't get away with it. He looks ridiculous because he does this all the time. Yeah, well, it's pretty funny. It, it's laughable. I knew before I even pulled this list up, Desmond Howard would have Michigan. You just don't was think right. you just don't think he would do that. I mean, trying.
2: He's trying to have this in. You know. You think he would want to seem unbiased? And, yeah, seem unbiased. Save some integrity. Nope. I don't know.
1: Nope, nope, nope. That's not his way. Uh, so apparently not. So I went through the numbers. I broke it down for you. Fourteen of these experts picked Wisconsin to make the playoff. 11 picked Ohio State, 8 picked Penn State, 6 picked Michigan, and 3 picked Michigan State. And that's exactly where I want the Spartans. I'm, flying under the radar. Well, I'm surprised Michigan State had
2: that many. No, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, they're going to be a good team. They're, I they're think, surprised that many as I definitely, you should have thought they had more. I would definitely think they would have
1: more than Michigan. They're definitely a better team than Michigan, but... I, I just think in the national landscape, people just kind of forget the last ten years, and if it's a toss-up between those two teams, which it seems like it is this year, Michigan's always going to get the benefit of the doubt. That, and again, that's exactly how I would like it. There
2: is something that's really interesting to me as far as evaluating college football. Uh, you know, a, a program as a whole is how many players. They have, based on, you know, you compare, like we were talking about before, they're recruiting classes and then how many guys are in the NFL and have sustained careers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Badgers. Oh, we're back man, to the Badgers. They they just, they're pumping in quality players in the NFL, and none of these guys were top recruits. How do they do it? Give me a couple names. Well, Guys like Paul Puzlesny, who's the forgot about him? Man, you're just making me. Well, Puzlesny's obviously not in the NFL anymore. He just he was good, but you know, just guys like Lance Kendricks, and I mean, there's a bunch of them. There's a few of them on the Badger on the Packers right now. Kendricks and Beagle,
1: and then Vince Beagle hasn't done anything in the NFL. Well, you cannot name him just because you're on a roster. That's
2: what I mean. Guys making it in the. He was a fourth round draft pick. That's it's pretty average. It's below average. If you're a fourth-round draft pick, you've you've done pretty good. I mean, he's going to get a legitimate chance this year again. Last year, everybody
1: hurt. else is getting hurt in front of him. Well,
2: yeah. Well, last year he was hurt. So that's why he, he had some foot issues, I believe. But anyway. I'm just saying, if you're trying to make just, your point,
1: don't pick like there, a, a scrub.
2: It's just a bunch of guys like that that they they're not – you don't even realize that they're really in the NFL, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this guy's been in the NFL for ten years, like Paul Posluszny. And and I mean, if I had is that your only guy? If I had names in front of me, I could. Uh, Jim Leonard. He was. I mean, he was a walk-on. He was a nobody at Wisconsin. He's and now he's the defensive coordinator for the Badgers. He had a he had what like a ten-year career for the Jets. He was a Jet safety, and. uh and those were top defenses he was a starting safety for. I mean, there's there's loads of players in the NFL that went to
1: Wisconsin, and you don't even realize it. I'm, I have a list here. I'm going to see if I can find any good ones. Uh, another one, Mike Borland, but he retired.
2: He played 10 games for the San Francisco 49ers, I believe it was the year before last, as a middle linebacker. He had like eight sacks in three, four fumbles in ten games. He was just tearing it up, and uh, he at the end of the season he returned his signing bonus and retired because Mom. he was he had a, he suffered a severe concussion, and uh, he just gave it all up. Obviously, he had his degree from Wisconsin, and but I mean he literally was playing at a Pro Bowl caliber middle linebacker for one
1: season. Well, for 10 games, he just absolutely, See, as a middle pick, linebacker, Pick a bigger that guy many, is what I'm saying. Travis Frederick, center for the Cowboys. Corey Clement, running back for the yeah. Eagles. Um, what's his Melvin name? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, that's what I was, there's a
2: ton of guys. And, and then you, you pick like the worst it. guys. Well, You're not helping
1: your case. Because
2: those are the guys that I'm talking about. I mean, That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of guys that you don't realize, but they've spent time in the NFL and they were guys that were nobodies, went to Wisconsin, and then ended up in the NFL. Hmm. you you get my point? They they take these players that are walk-ons and nobodies and maybe two-star recruits, and then they end up, well, not as many of them end up in the NFL. Mm. Like even Jared Aberderis, he's catching passes from Matthew Stafford last year.
1: What, do you have like three catches the whole year? And then he retired.
2: See? And they're all geniuses. They go to the NFL, take a couple knocks to the head, and then retire.
1: Because they're that smart. Hmm. Okay, well, give us a call nine zero six two two six four five seven zero. Do you want to give us your four playoff teams? Um, did you prepare that? I'm 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 kind of I just don't feel
2: obviously Alabama, Clemson, Wisconsin, the the fourth team. Eh.
1: So you kind of copied my first three,
2: and well, I mean, what you'd be crazy if that's not your three to me.
1: You could put in Ohio State instead of Wisconsin. No, no, I wouldn't. Michigan, I, Michigan I, State, I, Penn State. I
2: thought Ohio State and Wisconsin were, it was pretty much a toss-up at the start of the year. And and now, after What are you talking about? It is the start
1: of the
3: year.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, you know, when a couple weeks ago when this started to really be a okay. topic. And then now, yeah, with what's been going on at Ohio State, now I think that the tables have... Whatever the... The tables have turned. In the favor of Wisconsin. Okay. Just, they're so steady. And and really, with how the Badgers have played them the last two years in the championship game, it's you just kind of get that feel like it, it's just... It's been building up to this. Yeah. and, and, and I, it's,
1: I think the teams in the Big Ten East are just going to beat up on each other. I am so, so
2: petrified and terrified the Badgers are going to... There's just going to be some bad luck. Just a rash of injuries or... Let's lose yeah.
1: to a random game to
2: Nebraska or Minnesota or, or, or something. Or, yeah, have some, have some terrible mishaps, although that's not the Badger way. So it's, they don't typically do that. So I don't know why I'm so terrified of it. First time for everything. That's right. And, and really, it wouldn't be, you know, because next year they're going to be in the same position. They, you know, their, their offense, especially their backfield, you know, they're young. So next year, there'll be seniors and juniors. So I still need a fourth team. You're stalling. I don't. I, I don't. Wh- whoever. I don't. I don't care. It's going to be Georgia. It's too. Yeah. Georgia. What, Washington. Whoever. Washington
1: is always overrated. They're, if they make the playoff, they're going to get smoked.
2: I just I don't pay enough attention. I'm a Big Ten homer. You got to pay attention to college football. Obviously, I hear enough about the SEC, but I just feel like I'd be another one of those guys that doesn't really know a lot, but would sit here and tell you, "Oh, these are my four, But it's like, "What what are you basing that on?" Well, that's what most
1: experts do. I know and it's stupid. You, if you just pretend you know a lot, then it works just fine. You don't have to you know, expose just, our whole oh, industry. I think that's so stupid. You're exposing our industry if here. If I
2: wanted out of anyone I've ever met, even any so-called expert, I, I talk about my buddy Chris Turner. This guy watches every, I mean, every game he can. He's got the freaking TV, you know, four games going on at once. Oh, He's one that's of those. tough to do. He's
1: just a college football freak. I can't do four at once. And if, and yeah, How can you could pay I. attention to all of them? I like the big screen one at a time. You could flip back and forth. But the feature where you could put more than one on the screen at the same time just is not. Well, that's
2: not for me. My deal is I just don't like college football. There, Whoa. I said Whoa.
1: it. Whoa, I said it. That's college football is. Why? We compare it to compared to the NFL. Yeah. What are I, you talking I'm about, guy, man. The product is so much better. No, no way. Yes, Absolutely it is. I'm NFL, an NFL games guy. are getting boor- more and more boring.
2: Well, it's to me, it's. It's just the biggest, strongest, fastest, meanest guys. But that doesn't up on always
1: make the best product. To me, it does. It just watching
2: just... Aaron Rodgers throw the football, and in years ago when I'd watch the Badgers, they had a good team, and Joel Stavi was their starting quarterback, huh. and he was in the NFL for a while too with the yeah, Vikings he was back up. I think he started a game for him actually. Wow, but, big achievement. But anyways, I just. Watch and then watching him throw a ball. Yeah, he had a cannon. He could throw the ball 80 yards, but
1: I feel like you, there's more passion in college football. No. What do you mean? Yes, there more is. Passion. The fan bases are so much stronger in college football. You need to go to a game at Lambeau Field. Oh buddy. my gosh. Go to You have no idea. You do not even know. How many NFL teams? Field. How many How no, Listen to me. Okay. How many NFL teams sell out 100,000 seat arenas? No one. None of them. Well, the Packers have been selling out 80 Four
2: thousand, however many, for however. Yeah, but for
1: every Packers franchise, there's the Chargers who can't fill up a thirty thousand seat stadium, or the the, no, the Lions actually sell out most of the time. Well, which is shocking because they shouldn't, and the fans should wise up and not go anymore. How
2: many does Ford Field hold? Not not, little
1: over sixty thousand. Yeah, exactly. That if they had. I well, don't, yeah. If, if you, it was as big as Lambo, if it held as many as Lambo, it's not that big of st- a difference. Yeah. I think you would lose this argument. Should we put this on Twitter? Oh no, I I know I'd lose this argument. Okay. Everybody
2: loves college football, just not me. I mean, I love the Badgers; they're my team, so I follow them, and then through that, I end up following the Big Ten, and I become a Big Ten homer. But outside of that, hmm. I just. And then, and then, because I'm constantly listening to ESPN radio and watching ESPN, I, I obviously hear a lot about the SEC. And then, you know, the the fringe, the good teams, the fringe good teams, I hear about them. But it just eh, college football Hmm. just doesn't float my boat. You lost
1: a lot of fans today, Charlie. Did
2: I have fans?
1: Whatever fans you did have, they're gone now. Well, most of my
2: fans, most of my friends and fans, so-called fans, I have listening. They're just listening because they're surprised I'm actually on the radio and my voice is traveling over FM airways, and they're not really sports fans to begin with. That's why I have a hard time getting any of them to call in because they're not really – I mean, Bill's a big sports fan. He called in. They could just call in and say you're an idiot and then hang up. Well, I tell them to. I'm like, I I texted uh, I texted some people. I'm like, hey, call in. Just give me a hard time. You don't have to know anything about sports. Just Give me a
1: hard time. What's it? Two two five. There, the number right behind you. Four five seven zero. Two, I remember that. Two, two two
2: six. Two two six. Four five seven zero. Yeah. See, I
1: I remember the forty five seventy probably because I've called it so many times. Right. You just have to call in after the break.
2: Oh, this is Charlie from Scandia.
1: Yeah, that's every time I hear that, oh, boy. The legend. We've got more here. We'll get off football for a little bit. College football. Talk some baseball. We'll get to NFL later on in the show as well.
2: There's my
1: jam. Stick with us here on the Sports Pen.
0: Hi, this is John Christensen at John's Auto in Marquette. People ask us what makes us successful. The secret is that we buy clean vehicles in the most popular models, equipment, and only one to five years old, that are from out of the UP rust belt exposure. We inspect, clean, and cover them with a no charge, no deductible warranty that is good most everywhere. We've been voted the number one source for a used vehicle in Marquette County for the last 12 years. Shop us today or visit johnsauto.net. That's johnsauto.net.
3: Summer is here. Now is the time to hit the road and go to camp, the lake, or away for a long weekend. UP Catholic Credit Union wants to make it easier for you by offering 2% cash back on all gas purchases while still paying 1% cash back on all other purchases. Don't have a credit card with us yet? Anyone who lives, works, or worships in the UP is eligible. Just stop by any branch or go online to upccu.com to apply. Fill up your gas tank and get 2% cash back with UP Catholic Credit Union.
4: We'll be back with more of the sports pen right after this on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. Cloudy and cool tonight with a continuing chance of showers. We'll see a low temperature of 53 degrees with north winds at 5 to 10. Mainly cloudy skies on Wednesday and a rather cool day. Temperatures really aren't going to warm up much at all. Just reaching a high of 59 with gusty north winds off the lake as high as 25 miles an hour. Wednesday night, a little bit of fog developing under clear skies. A low temperature of 47 degrees. Temperatures start to recover a bit for the second half of the week. Sunshine on Thursday with a high temperature of 69 degrees. Friday, showers and thunderstorms with a high temperature around 70 73. Saturday, a chance of showers and storms with a high temperature of 74. Sunday, finally a bit of sunshine and warm temperatures with a high around 74 degrees. Labor Day, Monday, plenty of sunshine with a high temperature of 76. And for Tuesday, we'll see a blend of clouds and sun with temperatures topping out in the mid-70s. Again, tonight's forecast, cloudy with showers and a low temperature of 53 degrees with light north winds. I'm meteorologist Ray Miller on ESPN UP. Right now, it's 57.
0: the Sports Pen. Here's Blake Froling. Play the
1: $100,000 Pigskin Payday all season long at Ojibwe Casino, Berga, and Marquette. Blake, are you going to let me read one of those one, one day? Let me... You can read it during the
2: next break if you want. Yes, yes. I want to read the... What are they? Promos? Uh, the, live reads, they call it. Yes. I want... I've always wanted to do that. Okay. And then I could say I've done a live read on
1: FM I'm, Radio. I'm giving it to you. When we oh, come back from oh the next God. break, Tom you can Bernard, read it. Tom Bernard's going to be so proud of there me. There you go. We are presented by John's Zotto Marquette, Blake Froehling, Charlie Bremer, with you here. Let's talk some baseball. Oh, really quick, Blake. Couldn't you have picked a better
2: ACDC song? You got the whole ACDC library. You going to play that one? What's wrong with that one? Well, I mean, it's fine, but can we go? I, I, well, i like bar- to switch it up. Yeah, okay it it was fine i mean i'm just the ACDC, good choice mm. but just i'm kind of disappointed in the the song thought you could have you know
1: i like I'm, to i'm sorry i like to bring on different songs that maybe it, people haven't heard before i'm i'm just i should just be glad you chose ACDC. it hooked you sorry. in didn't it
2: um like you've had me hooked from day one Aw. let's get to some baseball though i'm about to get i'm about to get emotional a little a little sad, but we'll just skip over that. Okay. Uh, let's, can we get to some baseball now, or are you just going to keep interrupting? I might just keep interrupting, but eventually one of my interruptions will be related to baseball, so we'll get there. You, We're going to get there, huh? My Harry, that's what Harry Carey would always that say. That was a terrible impersonation. Oh, I do terrible impersonations. Yikes. Y- if you I didn't got, say who it was, I, I would have had no idea. Okay, who's this? Now it's time for my final thought. That was bad. You know who that is? No, Jerry, I don't. My Jerry Springer. Nope. it's terrible. Wow. And 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 now it's time for my final thought. <sighs> there, that was a little better. Pretty bad though. Yeah, this is going off the rails. Are you Brewers dead yet, or what? That's kind of why. Did you did you finally pick up on why I'm delaying talking baseball? Because you for don't once? want to talk about it. Oh my gosh! What a nightmare. What's going on? You know what? They the the Brewers they don't need to pay me. They got plenty of money, but I know Ananasio wants to put it all in his pocket and leave it, in it for his trust fund kids instead Is that of the owner? Yes. Instead of putting out a winning team. What what he what have they done to not put out a winning team? Well, you know, they could have signed
1: Alex Cobb or they, they oh, could have done anything. Oh. So other basically things. What I told you they should do and you said they shouldn't do, Blake, that's just, now what you're I'm saying they should to, have done.
2: I'm trying to stay faithful. I'm trying to mm. remain optimistic, even though my team. I mean, they're choking. I was so disappointed when they signed Lorenzo Kane, and that turned out to be one of the. You were disappointed? P- yes. Well, because it was for 85 years, $80 million, and he was already 32 years old. And obviously, when he's 37, he. I mean, he could be, he could be the next, like, I always compare him to Mike Cameron, he could still be playing at a high level, chances are he won't be as high of a level as he's playing at now, but that turned out to actually be a great deal, and, and, you know, with, with every good move they make, they're, they're going on a, they're making more good moves than bad moves, and that's thanks to David Stearns, but still, come on, couldn't they have brought in... Some stability to this pitching core.
1: Like I told them to I and you know. said no.
2: But and, and then through the first half of the season, the way that it was going, I was able to find statistics and reasons to back up the Brewers and back up what they were doing. And, uh, you know, just a few weeks ago, they were tied for
1: second in Major League Baseball, quality starts. Quality starts, by the way, is the most overrated stat it besides is. wins. It is. Because and, and you just have to go six innings with three runs. Yes. That's and an ERA of 4.5. Since when is that a good ERA? 4.5? Yeah. yeah I guess. Yeah, exactly. And, and I just, I've just i always been able
2: to, and, and out of how many other quality starts were exactly three runs over six innings. I bet at least half. So it's like, yeah, they were quality starts, but really, like you say, that's an ERA of four and a half. How good is that? But I was able to point to different things that, oh, you know, they're they're doing all right, that they can just sustain this. And then, of course, it wasn't sustainable. And and really, I can say other things like, oh, Zach Davies, oh, Jimmy Nelson, there's 400 innings of quality, quality under four ERA starting pitching that they – could have, they should have, and they don't. But that's exactly why they could have signed Lance Lynn to a one year deal or whoever. Obviously, they dodged a bullet with Lance Lynn. But, you know, Alex Cobb has been one of the best pitchers in baseball since the All Star break. But they didn't get him.
3: No.
1: They must have been listening to you when
2: you said not to. No, I I really wanted them to. I thought they were going to. But then when they didn't, and I'd hear David Stearns. In, you talked yourself into it. I talked myself into Yes, because I'm a I'm
1: such a just Is it okay to call you Slappy? You can call me whatever you want, man. Okay?
2: Call me whatever you want. Cuz that's kind of what
1: it know. sounds like you're just uh, spewing the company line every time yeah. to make a move. And 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 I was able to do that because they were hot,
2: they were keeping it going, and it's just proven to be unsustainable. And and even if it would have been sustainable in the regular season, like you were saying, is this going to win a playoff series? And I said no. And I feel
1: pretty good about that. But right now, now
2: with the way the Cardinals have been able to mid-season make these, make this run and overtake them, it's just
1: so ugh. It's just so. The Cardinals deja are going to have vu. a twenty-win seat, uh, twenty-win month if That's they win right. one more it's, game. It's just, it's just so deja vu, and it's just ugh. I, I think the Cubs are more afraid of the Cardinals than they are of the Brewers. Well, yeah, probably. If they're afraid of anybody they're in not. the division, they're which not. they're not. They're
2: just red hot. I'm really disappointed. They, The Cubs swept the Reds. I think the Reds had a day off yesterday, and now the Brewers are going to be traveling to Cincinnati. The last time the Brewers played a series in Cincinnati, obviously they took two or three of them, two out of three, from Cincinnati at Miller park last week, but the last series at Cincinnati, I think they lost two of three and then they went to Pittsburgh and got swept five game. That was part of their horrible mm-hmm. dreadful end of the first half. And Cincinnati is a much better team than their record indicates. And just the way their rosters built, they're particularly dangerous to Milwaukee because their offense is potent and the Brewers pitching. Especially
1: starting pitching is eh, so it's hard to give the lead to the bullpen when you can't get that lead because your starters give up four or five runs and
2: now it's this bullpen that through June into July we were just astounded with where's matt albers where where what happened to these guys what it's
1: ooh, it's getting bad, man, so I've got a question for you right now, the Brewers are in the second wild card spot yeah. Of the teams behind them, the Colorado Rockies, Philadelphia Phillies, Yikes. and Los Angeles Dodgers, Yikes. which one do you think poses the biggest threat?
2: Uh, well, you'd have to just, just based on their talent and and being able to get hot and sustain a hot streak, it could probably be the Dodgers. But with how incredibly inconsistent the Dodgers have been this year, you'd probably go Rockies. But I'd... Leaning Dodgers because you know with they what where they were ten games over five hundred and then bam in in six weeks they were ten games over if they go on another streak like that now in in sense they've been playing five hundred baseball over right. the last month they've been playing five hundred baseball but we all know they can get hot
1: and that's that's not going to be looking good you know what's crazy about the Dodgers their their run differential is plus one hundred and twenty one exactly and the Rockies. Minus thirteen, exactly, and the Rockies have a better record. What's
2: the Brewers' run differential? Plus twenty three. Yeah, it's not nothing spectacular.
1: No, uh, the the it's it's so weird how the Dodgers can look on paper that dominant. They have the best run differential in the National League, and that's the that's the sign of a streaky team having a. Run differential. That's win just big the, games yeah. and then lose close games. Yeah,
2: they were blowing during their winning streak. They were blowing teams out, eleven to two, and you, they just got this crazy run differential. And then the Dodgers lose a lot of close games, so they got this crazy run right. different. And the Brewers win a lot of close games because of their good
1: bullpen. Right. But lately they've been losing them. So, that's the problem. So we're just over a month from the end of the season. If you had to pick right now. Do the Brewers make the playoffs? I would say yes. How confident are you? You don't sound that confident. I'm not super confident. But
2: I I I got to say yes. I mean, Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain are red hot. Um, the way I thought their season was over, um, they played that 15-inning game against the Pirates. I was up watching that till 2:30 in the morning. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I figured not. That's why I texted you as soon as it was over. But I was fast asleep. Fast asleep, counting them sheep, sawing logs, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. All. Well, they had the runners on and uh, one out, and Ryan Braun came up, and the pitcher spot was next, and they didn't have another pitcher in the bullpen, so you knew that Jordan Lyles was going to have to hit. And when Ryan Braun struck out, I, when he came up to bat, I said, "This is this is their season right here." If Ryan Braun doesn't get it done, because th- that loss would have just been, oh my gosh, it would have kicked in the you know what. Right. And Ryan Braun struck out. Then Lyles draws a walk, and then and then Eric Kratz comes up, gets a two run single, a seeing eye single, and then Orlando Arcia comes up and does the same thing. Are you kidding me? So we're talking Jordan Lyles, a pitcher, claimed off waivers. He's now a relief pitcher. So all he did, he said, council told him to go up there until just take, and if you get to a full count, don't swing until it's a full count. You know, protect the strike zone with two strikes. Well, they walked him. So what are the odds of that? That's just embarrassing, by the way. Well, yeah. And And then Eric Kratz and Orlando Arcia both delivering you run that through a simulator hmm. that's going to have the i mean we're talking odds probably 1 in 10,000 yep. if that mm-hmm. so that's how close really their season that's they're just teetering like that every day and they've been doing it now for about 2 weeks what it does seem like and we've just been waiting for them. we i mean Brewers fans have been waiting for them to get hot and they've just been playing 500 baseball and, and really, if you go back a little further, they've been playing under five hundred baseball. I believe they were 17 or 18 games over at one point. Mm-hmm. What are they now, 13?
1: Slowly choking it away. And they're
2: just slowly, slowly. Ooh. And, it's a slow death. And there's been that game that they won in 15 innings. They scored four runs in the first inning. And ended up having to win it in 15. The week before, they scored four runs in the first inning against the Reds and lost. And and losing games like that, and 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 having to come back after to win the game after scoring four runs in the first inning—that's
1: just not. Ooh, that's bad, mm. man. That, I don't know what else to say. That's just bad. Any comments on the Tigers? I was trying to think of something to say about them, and I had nothing.
2: Um, I'd be excited if I was you for our September call-ups.
1: Yes, that's exciting. Yeah,
2: there's going to be guys. You've been talking for a long time. You haven't mentioned it lately because I think you realize it's just not going to happen for, for whatever reason. It's something that I like about the Brewers is they're not afraid to bring up their young guys mm-hmm. and throw them into the fire. It seems like the Tigers are taking a much different approach, and uh, they're letting the
1: guys season, season in the minor in leagues. AAA. Christian Stewart. Kristen Stewart will be a guy I'm excited to see. I think he's still leading the International League in home runs. He's got like 25 in go. AAA right now. He'll definitely get a call up, and I think there will be a riot among whatever Tiger fans are left. Well, is he on the forty-man roster? Yes. yes, yeah. So he'll be. Is. Uh, so he will be brought up. A uh, pitcher named Matt Hall will be brought up. But on the Triple A level, there's not really that many exciting prospects. They're all in Double A or High A. So we're gonna have to wait. I don't think any of those guys are getting called up this About September. Double guys, yeah. Sometimes
2: I'm wondering with the Brewers. Woes if you even you if you I want to use a word much worse than that, mm-hmm. I mean how do you get Jonathan scope? They get Jonathan scope to solve their second base problems, and they still they took a third baseman and he's been their best second baseman. yeah, how do you get Jonathan scope and still have such horrible production i don't know I will there was. Uh, it would have been Sunday scope well he did go two for four a single, and he he did hit a homer, but well, it took him about a month. To he's still hitting
1: on two hundred with the Brewers, oh isn't yeah it?
2: there you go and and but how do you get Johnson scope? He was an all star second baseman in the American League last year, and then when the Brewers got him, he was American League player of the week, mm-hmm. so you're thinking, okay, even if we just get average production out of him. Man, that's going to be solid. Right. And, and it then goes... Then he goes... It's <clears throat> even worse than what they had before. Mm-hmm.
1: Funny how that happens.
2: Not funny. <laughs> Not it's funny to me.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, we've I'm about
2: got to start doing some more impressions. Don't make no. me. Okay, well, we're going to take a commercial break then. Thank goodness.
1: Because when we come back, we'll talk some NMU football. Coach Nystrom talked a little bit about the depth chart today, some of the freshmen, and you're going to have your live read. Is this the...
2: I mean, have you ever... I've, I've always had a rant, or two, usually at least two, about the Brewers. And today, man, I just have nothing. I'm just, I feel so, I just feel like I've been punched in the stomach,
1: man. I, I can see it in your face. They, they need to sweep the Reds, man. Mm-hmm. They gotta sweep the Reds. Well, we'll get some football. Also, some fake news. Hits the uh, Detroit sports world yesterday. Gotta love that fake news. We'll get to that after this year
3: on the Sports Pen. Football fans, your favorite way to get in the game is back. The $100,000 Pigskin Payday returns to Ojibwa Casino this season. Come in to predict the winners of each week's pro football games. Pick right and you could take home a weekly share of over $675 in cash, free play, and pro football swag. Play all season for a chance at the $100,000 grand prize. The most exciting time of the year just got better with Pigskin Payday 2. Only at Ojibwa Casino, Baraga and Marquette.
0: Hi, this is John Christensen at John's Auto in Marquette. People ask us what makes us successful. The secret is that we buy clean vehicles in the most popular models, equipment, and only one to five years old that are from out of the UP rust belt exposure. We inspect, clean, and cover them with a no-charge, no-deductible warranty that is good most everywhere. We have been voted the number one source for a used vehicle in Marquette County for the last 12 years. Shop us today or visit johnsauto.net. That's johnsauto.net.
4: Now let me tell you about the first fish fry that took place less than 50 yards from the front door of the Carp River Saloon. One day, the three-toed Sveed waded across the river with his weekly provisions. A sack of flour, a bag of fish, a basket of eggs, and a pot of oil. Well, Sveed tripped on a log, and everything went flying. The pot landed in the fire. Everything else landed in the pot. Sveed said it was messy but tasty. Uh, The Friday fish fry at the Carp River Saloon at Marquette Mountain, where things are always looking up open daily at
0: noon now back to the sports pen. here's Blake Crowley
2: pigskin payday is back play the hundred thousand dollar pigskin payday all season long at Ojibwe Casino Baraga and Marquette good job nah I thought I left some I left some ugh, you want to try some. it
1: again Next next, next segment, I'll, Okay, okay. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do better. Well, thanks for joining us here on The Sports Pen. Blake Froehling, Charlie Bremer with you. Give us a call, 906-226-4570. I
2: definitely think I was trying too hard. I forced it.
1: You just got to let it come to you. You can't force it. That's when, when it goes wrong.
2: It was better than my impressions.
1: Yes. It was definitely better radio than I my impressions. I was worried you were going to read it in a voice. In someone else's Well, place. I read it in my voice. That's bad that enough. Was, that was pretty bad. You're That's right. bad enough. Let's get to some NMU football. Their first game coming up against McKendree. Do you know where McKendree is? Hmm. If you had to guess. Um, is it in Ohio? No. But uh, you're close. Indiana? Closer. Kentucky? Farther. I, don't they touch? Illinois? Illinois, Yeah! Don't Kentucky and Indiana and Ohio touch. Eh, Whatever. They're all touching. I don't have a map in front of me. So Coach Nystrom had his press conference this afternoon, talked a little bit about the depth chart, about some of the freshmen he's going to have to play on defense. The whole thing, the whole video is up on ESPNUP.com if you want to watch it right now. You can get all, anything you need, ESPNUP. Blake's got that website. It's just roast and hot with info and hot takes of course that's like the biggest part so we're just going to play a little clip here's a little bit of what coach Nystrom had to say to us this afternoon
3: I expect us to play four freshmen on Saturday on defense between Darko and Jack and um and Eddie at the other end Eddie Pearson will play at some at that end and um Anthony and uh we won't play I don't think we'll get to any freshmen on offense but we will on defense so competition is a good thing um Especially there's not fall-off um, between a, a first-team guy and a second-team guy, then everybody's a first-team guy, and they all play. And then we can figure out who's, uh, you know, who's, who's, who's playing better, who's, who, needs a, who needs a spell because they're fatigued, whatever the case may be, and we have enough people to shuffle in and out.
1: Since he's playing so many freshmen, I had to ask Coach Nystrom, what are some of the toughest parts for any freshman in terms of transitioning from high school to college?
3: Yeah, you just have a lot more scheme to learn. You have a lot more adjustments because offenses are more complex generally than what you face before you get to college. So they go through that, and then they get into a game. You can practice, practice, practice. You get into the game and the lights go on, things change. You know, it's just the mental makeup. So you have to, you have to learn how to have the poise to do your job and do it well. And I don't, I don't expect all our freshmen to be perfect right there. They're going to go through that, that learning stage, and that's part of the fun. The linebackers are, are, you know, the the young ones are, they're big and fast. They're big and fast, and they're strong kids. So, and they come, they 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 kind of come from programs that have them ahead of the normal incoming freshmen at this level of football, and so they're developed more physically. You know, if you look at if you look at Jack and Darko, you wouldn't guess that they're 18. If they walked in here right now, which you know, for you guys as as the media, it's probably good to. You know, try to set up and get around those guys a little bit and come to practice and look at them so you know what you're looking at. But, you know, for those guys, Jack and Darko, they they don't look like they're 18. They don't act like they're 18. You know, um, their cognitive development is better than most 18-year-olds. They're like dealing with 21-year-olds. And so um, they're, you know, they've got more skill sets than other people do, so they get to play.
1: That was Coach Nystrom talking Today's press conference about a lot of the freshmen he's going to have to play. Since when were twenty-one-year-olds so smart and so responsible? I'm twenty-three and I'm still working on that. Yeah, well, the deal, the thing is, is
2: you know, I'm twenty-seven. You're only twenty-three. Okay, yeah. I thought you were twenty-five. Even though
1: I'm, I'm flattered, even, even people I'm... normally think I'm still in high school. What? Yeah, especially after a fresh shave. The other day, right now Let me tell you, the other day, walked into Westwood High School with a fresh shave, had a backpack with me, and I looked around and I, I, I swear people thought I was just another one of the students. But I was not. No. I just had that realization. It was kinda sad. Maybe it's your high pitched voice. No, I'm kidding. Wow. Your your voice isn't high pitched. It's not that high pitched.
2: No. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about know. About. My voice has been I think I need to sleep more at night. My voice has been just <laughs> raspy. Yeah. But Maybe not, a, like, not a in lozenge. a good way. Not in a good way, though. Get like, a lozenge or something. Crackly, not not like James Earl Jones, raspy. Right. Like, yeah. You, I got. I don't have any lozenges. I got some blow pops and laffy taffy. That's not going to
1: help. But I anyway, getting, getting back to feel better. Getting back to NMU, it's going to be, I think, an adventure with that defense. They're not starting for freshmen. They're playing them in rotation. So a little bit better than last year, especially towards the end when they were dealing with some injuries and really had to throw kids into the fire. But whenever you have to play freshmen in any level of college football, you're going to get some great plays, and you're going to get some boneheaded plays. And you're going to see that kind of swing, I think, back and forth this year with NMU. I,
2: I I, I don't know how much you, obviously you, Probably know a hundred million times more about NMU football than me, and basically everything. Well, fair enough, except the Brewers
1: Mm. and the Packers. Well, apparently, I know what they should have done at the trade deadline. Football in
2: general, but I just I'm I think it's funny his how he was trying to you know all these eighteen year olds are they're they're not even like eighteen year olds they're like twenty one year olds. I just I can't get over that. There's a big difference. I can't get over that. Why? Because I was a. I was such an idiot when I was twenty one, eighteen yeah, and twenty. Well you're like more the, the exception. Worst, it was like, like the worst rule. years of my life. I was when I was twenty, that's when I had my one of my big time surgeries. Thank goodness. My golden birthday was when I was twenty one. I had been planning that out like my whole life. You know, going wow. on my golden birthday okay. when I was twenty one. But then I was at home recovering. They ripped these tumors out of my chest, so luckily that kept me from going out who knows what terrible things would have happened that night but yeah when i was 18 it didn't matter if i was 18 or 21 man i was the same you should
1: not be used as comparison that's all i'm saying fair enough because we've got some fake news to get to with the lions uh what yeah with the lions okay uh it's gonna be pretty hilarious and i kind of called it out yesterday but i was we confirmed it today that's coming up right after this year on the sports pen
0: Hi, this is John Christensen at John's Auto in Marquette. People ask us what makes us successful. The secret is that we buy clean vehicles in the most popular models, equipment, and only one to five years old that are from out of the UP rust belt exposure. We inspect, clean, and cover them with a no-charge, no-deductible warranty that is good most everywhere. We have been voted the number one source for a used vehicle in Marquette County for the last 12 years. Shop us today or visit johnsauto.net. That's johnsauto.net.
3: Now at Menard's, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Add timeless beauty with Ingenuity Luxury Vinyl Plank Flooring. It's a durable, waterproof option that installs easily. Get it for just 150 a square foot after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menard's. Good through September 1st. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
4: Save big money at Menard's
0: now back to the sports pen here's blake frolic play the one
2: hundred thousand dollar pigskin payday all season long at a casinos berga and marquette better a little still still forcing it it's all right so you got the cigars we're gonna
1: no, you're gonna buy those. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes, it's a song title. Okay, good. Nine zero six two two six four five seven zero. Sports Pen. Blake Ferling. Charlie Bremer. Let's get to the fake news. Yesterday, we reported that uh, a certain radio host in Detroit named Dan Leach. He had huge st- breaking news. He had a scoop, as people in the industry said. Ooh. He he tweeted this out yesterday, uh, or actually two days ago. Just heard from a Metro Detroit limo driver. That he just picked up Raiders linebacker Khalil Mack, and he is going to meet with Lions general manager Bob Quinn Monday. Stay tuned. That's da, the da, da, best da,
2: da, da. source. That's the best he could do. That's the best he is, could do. Is a taxi driver? Limo driver. Limo driver? Big is, is, that a, is there a big difference? Yes. Is a taxi driver? Well, a limo less... seems
1: more professional, more expensive, and more likely for a guy like Khalil Mack to take. So, yeah, well,
2: still, is that his best? What's the difference if you're talking about a source? You're going you
1: to trust a limo driver or a taxi no, driver? No, I will not trust either one. So that's why we called the segment Fake News. There you go. Uh, nine hours ago, Dan Leach tweets, Jumped the gun on the Khalil Mack story by trusting a few different sources that I have learned now I shouldn't have. When you're right, you're right. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I have to admit and accept it. This time I was definitely wrong. Major Lesson learned?
2: Lesson learned? He had to learn that Okay, I guess I've definitely learned many lessons, and then I thought, why did this have to happen for me to learn that? I should have just common sense, should have just told me, you know, la-di-da, whatever, should have just known. With his profession,
1: I mean, didn't he, he probably went to college for this, like, but some what? of these guys, any publicity is good publicity. That's why he tweeted it out. He knew it was probably going to be wrong, but there was a 1% chance that he could have been right, and then he would have been the first one with the scoop. And if he's wrong, he still got over 1,000 retweets on his first tweet. That's yeah, all they want. But still, now the
2: next time, if he ever has breaking news next time, do you think that's going to hurt the – or are people
1: just going to forget? Nobody's going to go to Dan Leach at ninety-seven win The Ticket in Detroit for breaking news. They never have, and they never will.
2: Well – don't they come here for their breaking news?
1: Yes, but I'm not Dan Leach from 97 won the ticket. I'm Blake Froehling at ESPN-UP. Big difference. D- have you listened to Mr. Leach? Yes. you and I familiar? Because and because of that, that's why I would never trust him. You didn't like his show? Not
2: really. Is he, Did he inspire you to get in radio because no. he was so bad you thought, oh, I'm going to
1: just... Oh. Well, um, I wouldn't say he's so bad. Some of his takes are bad, but that doesn't mean he's a bad speaker or anything like that. It's just... Just don't listen to him. He's just one of those guys that shouldn't, like, like we're talking about. He's one of these guys that doesn't know anything about sports and so just sits. And uh, he talks knows about sports. sports, but I think sometimes you're pressured to to make picks and projections that are so laughable that they get all the attention. That's why. That's where the term "hot take" came from. So. What what's the deal with this Khalil Mack Max situation actually? Is it's just still a standoff? I feel like eventually he's going to have to do something cuz he's going to he's giving up 800 grand for every game he misses. Well,
2: what's the deal as far as John Gruden isn't the general. Is he he's no, not he's a just coach. The coach. He's just a coach. Yeah, so he has nothing to
1: do with this. Yeah, so what's I the, have a feeling he will play for the Raiders this year. He yeah. It will get solved before the season if starts. If it hasn't been solved yet...
2: It will. You would That's think, my prediction. Yeah, if it hasn't been solved yet as far as
1: him going to another team, that hasn't happened yet, so it probably won't. Right. But. Their defense can going to be so bad without him, and he's going to lose so much money if he holds out the whole season. And
2: they're not going to be
1: very good with him. Right, but he is a big difference maker. I mean, I'm, the one player normally doesn't make that big of a difference, but on that Raiders defense... You take him out, they're done. Well, it was like Clay Matthews on the Packers defense when they won the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, not now. He sure.
1: literally made
2: the big play mm-hmm. that forced the fumble mm-hmm. that won, you know. Yeah, The Steelers were driving down the field, and they were going to score.
1: Yeah, that's a long time ago. I don't think anybody really cares about that anymore. A long time uh, ago. So we also had this surprising news coming out of Lions' facility today. Wasn't it wasn't the same decade though? So, it was still a long, long time, time ago. ago. Really? Okay. Just I guess if you're 23. Just one day after announcing his signing, the Lions announced that they cut Robert Ayers, the defensive end from Tampa Bay. One day tenure. Who had a better career, Robert Ayers with the Lions or Carmelo Anthony with the Atlanta Hawks? Um. Did either of them get paid any money from there? Oh, Carmelo
2: got paid at least $27 million. From the Hawks? From the Hawks. Okay, so then you'd have to say Carmelo Anthony. Big time Carmelo. Okay, um, Ayers must have had some kind of signing bonus, right? Every contract has a signing bonus. I feel like
1: he must have failed a physical or something, Well,
2: no, because if he would have failed the physical,
1: they wouldn't have signed him. So what was it? That's the You don't cut a guy one before he even practices unless there's something wrong. Well did he you said one day, did they so practice that was, one day? He was signed yesterday, did not practice that day because he just got signed. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. He was going to practice today, but did not. He did he was supposed to show up and talk to the media, he did not. How then they announced he cut they got cut him. I think his tenure was twenty four hours or less.
2: Huh. What a weird yeah and we'll probably never know. Oh, I'm sure we'll find out. Just like we don't know what what's his name said the Tigers pitching coach. Who's what's his name? I don't know what's his name. The
1: Tigers pitching coach. Oh, former that. Tigers pitching coach Chris Bazio. Yeah. Like that those words that he said that yeah. got him fired. I forgot about that story. What? what do you mean? That was a wild story. That was one of I
2: think that was like the big deal on my first time on the show. That's right. Bazio. That
1: be, that's a thing now. I say that don't you gotta watch your mouth. You get bazio. Yeah, you don't want to get bazio. No. That's bad. Yep. So uh, R.I.P. Robert Ayers. I'm sure someone will ironically wear a Robert Ayers Lions jersey at some point. You think so? Yes. Well, Cause there's always people like that. They would have to get it custom made, right? They'll do it. I suppose. Yeah. So uh, one of their pass rushing supposed to be saviors now gone. Well, how old was he? 32, I think, going on yeah, 33. I mean, Unless you're Dwight Freeney. Yeah. Is that really going to... No. We'll just have to figure out these questions tomorrow because Wh- we're out of time.
2: We're out of time? Completely out of time?
1: Completely out of time. Thanks, Charlie, for coming in. Well... You did a good job on the live reads. We'll have you uh, try it again next time. All right? Which will be... Maybe Thursday. Maybe. Stay I'd, tuned.
2: 100% Thursday. Be here. See you Thursday, everybody.
1: All right. You're listening to ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette.